Welcome to episode 22 of Pretty Good Meditation. I'm Matthew Tift. If you would like to learn more about me, sign up for one of my yoga classes, or join my email list, visit matthewtift.com. Our meditation subject for today is the visible body. As usual, we start by finding a comfortable chair, cushion, sitting down into this moment. Sometimes when we do meditation, we come to the cushion, as they say, with an excited mind or sometimes peaceful. So it's good to recognize where we're starting from. Take a few deep breaths just to experience the whole body. So there's a lot going on in our bodies at any time, lots of organs, blood flowing, maybe quite a bit of what happening is mysterious since we can't see the inner body. But there are parts of the body that are visible and those can make for a good meditation subject. Sometimes we think that we think of meditation as sitting in blissful states on the top of a mountain somewhere in the Himalayas. But other times we just use this practice to examine reality. And it can be rather ordinary. And even though it tends to be ordinary, we still tell stories. We pay a lot of attention to the outside of the body. We're taught to compare bodies, to rank. This one's big, this one's small. I like this one. I don't like that one. This one's mine. But in reality, we have only limited control. We can't tell our bodies to not get sick. We can't tell our bodies to just not die. But understanding that can lead to less suffering and more happiness. And sometimes to sit and to examine these subjects 
less from a desire to understand it intellectually, but more as a process to understand reality as it is, it can be useful to break things down, to examine our preconceptions. So on the outside, our bodies don't necessarily consist of much. And one useful technique is to contemplate the body and think about five visible components that make up the outside of the body. Head hair body hair, nails, teeth, and skin. I'll say it again. Head hair, body hair, nails, teeth, and skin. Those are what the outside of our body primarily consists of. So saying it in that way may sound strange. Maybe unusual. And yet, when we put each of those components together, we often use labels like attractive. Maybe we want nice, healthy, decorated nails. And yet, those we sweep up and clip off and throw away. And with each of these components, we see that there's very little substance. Much of the outside of our bodies are essentially dead. And yet, we still become attracted to hair, nails, teeth, and skin. All of those components are part of a body that is guaranteed to get older, Guaranteed to die. Which, again, are words that are quite different. 
than the words we're used to using, such as, that body is strong, that one is pretty, So part of this practice is to understand, with regards to our bodies, this is not mine, this I am not, this is not myself. So we can look at each individual component Hair on the head helps protect the skin We call hair brown or blonde, gray, red, black For many of us, we cut the hair, falls on the floor, we sweep it up, we throw it away. We don't try and hold on to hair we have clipped off our head. Then we have body hair. It's all over. Nose hairs, facial hairs, armpit hairs, leg hairs. And that too just keeps on growing. We also have nails, fingernails, toenails, they provide a bit of protection, they keep growing, most of us keep trimming them. Just like the hair, we clip them off, throw them in the trash, 
just another aspect of the visual body. Just another constantly changing aspect of this thing we call self. Then we have teeth. Teeth chew our food. We use words like incisors or canines or molars. A lot of people have 32 teeth, baby teeth come and go. Adult teeth come. Sometimes they're white. Sometimes they're polished. Sometimes not. Teeth as well. They get dirty. They break, they get stained. Would I still be me without my teeth? Are they essential? Or is it just another aspect of our external body comes and goes that is bound to decay, to weaken? And then we have skin. Our bodies are surrounded by skin. Protects the body from infection. We use labels like black, white, brown, yellow. And then the skin doesn't stay around too long until it starts to dry up, fall off, get replaced with new skin. Much of the dust in a house comes from dead skin.
So when we break down the body into these five components, head hair, body hair, nails, teeth, and skin, it can be a useful exercise to interrogate some of these ideas we have about attractive, unattractive, strong, weak. The idea isn't to make ourselves repulsed by bodies. Rather, it's another practice to highlight the impermanence of the bodies, to encourage us to take care of our bodies in their state, whatever that may be, to recognize them as changing, Contemplating parts of our body can help us realize that when we look at it from the outside, it's impermanent, but that what is important and permanent is the heart. Our heart or mind that continues until we die. The heart can be a true refuge. So it's easy to become obsessed with the outside of the body, especially in our culture, and forget to take care of our heart. Training the mind in this way helps us find a path towards lasting happiness, to become a refuge unto yourself. To place less importance on something that is changing and therefore unreliable. Which is to say our head hair, body hair, nails, teeth, and skin.
In a moment, I'll ring the bell three times. And after the third time, if you would like, open your eyes. Otherwise, you could feel free to keep your eyes closed and sit in quiet meditation. <laughs> 